0: Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.
1: Everything is changing so fast. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load. But now with the Xfinity 10G network, you can power a house full of devices at once with ultra low lag. The future starts now.
0: This episode of the Art of Manliness podcast is brought to you by Online Great Books. If you've made a goal for yourself to read the great books of the western world but have had trouble following through, check out Online Great Books. It's an online platform. You sign up. They're going to mail you a physical copy of the book that you're assigned that month. They're going to provide you a reading schedule and send you reminders on how you should read so you can keep pace. Then at the end of the month, you're going to have an online video seminar where you can discuss the book with other people in your group. So if you want to learn more about this, go to OnlineGreatBooks.com and when you're ready to sign up, use code AOM at checkout. And you save $25 on your first three months. Again, OnlineGreatBooks.com, code AOM at checkout, save 25% on your first three months. Rutt McKay here, and welcome to another episode of the Art of Manliness podcast. And this week, we return to our series called Man Stories, where Every other week, we interview a different gentleman and ask him what it means to be a man. And this week, our guest is Zeke Smith. Zeke, welcome to the show.
2: Thanks for having me on, Brett. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah, thank you. I appreciate you taking the time and uh, you know sharing your thoughts with us. So, Zeke, before we get started with the questions, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure,
2: no problem. Um, I am a 26-year-old web designer and uh, photographer. Um, I actually just moved to Manchester, England. Uh, with my wife Wendy, uh, she is starting a uh, a graduate school program here at the University of Manchester and we have lived uh, in uh, North Carolina for the past few years. It was a little bit tough to leave uh, Chapel Hill, which was actually the place where I went to college and we uh, we met um, but we're really enjoying it in England and uh, and you know picking up a, a new English language, so to speak.
0: yeah, so I'm guessing you're a big North Carolina fan then right?
2: Yeah, actually. Uh, I've been a sports photographer for the team for the last bunch of years, so it was great oh, wow. to uh, go out on top. I actually uh, was in Detroit for the 2009 National Championship and in St. Louis for the, for the 05 Championship, so it was definitely a great run there. Um, and and uh, fortunately, there's a lot of uh, streaming uh, <laughs> webcasts on, on sports and that kind of thing, so I can keep up with my teams
0: from, yeah. uh, from over here. Yeah, that'd be a shame if you, if you missed out on that stuff. Exactly. All right, so you ready to get started with the question, Zeke? Absolutely, go ahead. All right, Zeke, when do you feel like you became a man?
2: Um, well, Brett, I think really the when I became a man was probably when I got married. Um, and I know that sounds a little bit cliche, and it wasn't like I uh, like walked out of the, the honeymoon suite the night after my wedding going, yes, now I am a man. <laughs> um, but I think marriage certainly brings out a lot of qualities in a person that really translate into uh, you discovering what it means to be a man. You really become much more aware of things outside of yourself than you ever have been before. You sort of become aware of uh, the fact that you might be a little bit selfish as a person uh, or, or different things like that and really make you start to reach out and think about things beyond just your own sphere of influence. And so um, I really think that just the worlds that open up when when you get married uh, is really a lot of what it means to be a man and start to become uh, conscious of taking care of other people besides yourself and, um, being kind and and how you act and uh, a lot of those sort of things. So I'd have to say probably when I got married, which is about four years ago. Four years
0: ago. Um, you were 22 when you got married.
2: Yeah, I was pretty young, yeah. but uh, you know, they I certainly had not anticipated that. You know, I always joked that I would be uh, the last guy of my friends to get married, but you know, when you when you really find the one, it's uh, doesn't really matter. I guess that's what they say, and that's the case with me.
0: Yeah, that's kind of how it happened with me too. I, I got married pretty young. I was a I think yeah, I was 22 years old, and I wasn't planning on getting married that young. Uh, but it, yeah, you find the one, and why put it off? Exactly. <laughs> right. All right, Zeke, What does manliness mean to you? Um, I mean, I think probably the way that I
2: define uh, manliness the most is is the godly man. And I know I probably uh, elicited a lot of eye rolls. Um, from listeners and that kind of thing, with that comment, but and I don't necessarily mean the religious man, the guy who um, pounds on his chest and says, uh, like, I know what what God wants for me, and it's mm-hmm. to keep the woman in the kitchen barefoot and making me pies. <laughs> um, but I actually mean, uh, you know, I, I think that manliness is really defined by a lot of the figures um, in the Bible. I am actually uh, a Christian, um, and. You know, I hope that doesn't make listeners uncomfortable or anything like that. But I think that there are a lot of really cool visions of manliness that come out of um, biblical stories. You know, there are guys who um, are well aware of their flaws, have really big problems, but they, you know, overcome them through faith and, and perseverance and things like that. And that's, that's really a definition of a man to me is a, a man who realizes that he has flaws and, um, but cares for the people around him and and really um, looks to something beyond himself uh, sort of the, the greater purpose if you will
0: yeah so as this kind of leads on to our next question um, uh, what men uh, in your in your life living dead or you know fictional or from history have influenced your views of manliness
2: sure um yeah, and I think to that point certainly um biblical figures have influenced my my view but i mean it's not really enough to say that those are the only people who've influenced my view on manliness um my dad obviously is probably the the number one uh influence as i can i'm sure that a lot of readers and and listeners can say the same Um, that's sort of inherited and then beyond that I, i would say probably um the two other biggest influences are. The guy who was my pastor for the last number of years in Durham, whose um, name is J.D. Greer, and uh, is, is really intent on making the church a place where guys are totally comfortable. Uh, he's always said he wants a church for dudes <laughs> and, um, and has run this program called Men's Fraternity, which uh, sounds way lamer than it actually is, um, where guys all kind of got together at, at a manly time of 6 in, in the morning Uh, Every Friday and sort of haggled with these issues that are really difficult for men to talk about. It's like, hey, why are we the way we are? And and why do we have trouble with things like this? Um, And I actually thought that was really cool to to run a program like that, where um, a lot of guys want to have those conversations with other guys, but don't know how to actually start them up or find an environment where they can have those conversations. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was a really cool program and helped me um, sort of talk through a lot of those things. And and you also meet guys of all kinds of ages. So um, I would say JD Greer is a really major one, and, I, and I've loved my friendship with him. He and I still keep in touch. Um, and then the other ones are probably um, the other seven guys that I lived with um, my senior year in college, where we uh, were called the Overlook Boys. We lived in this place called the Overlook, and um, and I think that they. You know, all of us together have really sort of um, helped define what each of us think a man is because all of us are so different. It's a uh, sort of a group of friends that I think um, every guy would love to have, and I'm really blessed to have. Um, it's a bunch of guys who have all gone on to different life occupations, have all com- come from different places in life. Um and even places in the country and things like that and so we've brought different perspectives and we all get together you know at least once a year to just uh see each other again and beyond that we just talk on the phone all the time and that kind of thing and so um i think every man should really have a group like that of other guys who help uh you know keep him sharp um keep him accountable and that kind of thing uh, about what he's, what he's what's going on in his life and what he's up to and, and just checking in with each other. So I think um, that group of guys, the Overlook boys, have, have done a really great job um, of helping me progress into manhood because we all share, like, our experiences with each other and, and learn from them, and that's been great.
0: That's great. It's great you have a group of friends like that. I know uh, a lot of men these days uh, aren't fortunate enough to have that. We're so isolated these days. That's great you have that. You've had that support.
2: Yeah, I think it's funny. I mean, um, one of the movies that we watched actually when uh, we were on the plane over here, my wife and I, was uh, I Love You, Man, which I thought was uh, A, hilarious, and B, totally apropos for um, the, the times these, these days where it's really difficult for dudes to meet other dudes once you're, like, out of college. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: And, and I'm even finding that to be true here in England. You know, it's, it's one of the first times that I've um, ever moved somewhere in my life. Um, I'm actually an Army brat, so we've we've moved around all as a kid, but this is kind of my first time as an adult moving to a place that's totally new, and so going out and trying to make adult friends is really awkward, you know, going up to another guy and be like, hey, I uh, see you like basketball, I like basketball too, you want to get together sometime and uh, and play basketball? It yeah. just feels
0: awkward. Yeah, it feels awkward. So, what, <laughs> I mean, going on that, I mean, what have you done since you've been in Manchester to try to make new, new male friends? Well, uh, fortunately, there's
2: this interconnected series of tubes that has all kinds of information uh, about getting together with groups. And so I'm really fortunate that the internet is here because I've just been looking up um, different groups of digital creatives, you know, people who do the same kind of work that I do. So I have that in common with them. Um, different groups that um, are sort of on the same wavelength in terms of uh, my wife and I finding a church and like finding activities and things like that. Um, and then guys who, Play like pick up soccer and basketball and that kind of thing. So it's sort of been the thing where I guess you pick a common interest and uh, you try to roll with that, and trying yeah. to find other people who are into the same things, and then you you progress from there.
0: Um, but yeah, it's uh, it is a little bit awkward just to start off. Yeah, it's that's, that's good you're doing that. So Zeke, you mentioned that your your father had an influence on your view of manu- manliness. Now, how exactly did your father influence your conception of masculinity or manliness?
2: Sure. Um, I think he really influenced it a a lot in terms of, um, that I wanted to be a a well-rounded man, um, and, and very much in the way that he is. Um, he is so much, he has so much depth to him and that's something that I've always admired about my dad. Um, he has just an extreme body of knowledge and, um, a respect for all things that I think is awesome. Uh, you know, he was a military man, but he's not really uh, a stereotypical military guy. Um he was also, you know, in veterinary school b- before he decided to uh join the army and serve his country in Vietnam. And um he was almost a-, a poet and an actor. Um and he has a lot of different facets to his life. Um but I think he also uh you know, influence me in, in some negative ways as every, uh, dad probably does. I'm, I'm definitely afraid of that when I have kids someday that I'm sure, uh, some of my flaws are going to come out. But I think, um, because he had some issues growing up and, and that kind of thing that he was a little bit of an absent father. My parents kind of split up when I was young. So I think, um, he obviously showed me what it was to be a man and, and to really put your family first and that kind of thing. Even though my parents split up, he moved, um, across the country just to be near to me when I was in junior high and high school and really prioritized um, spending time with me and that kind of thing and and you know took trips with me across the country and and we had a lot of those conversations about what it is to be a man and and that sort of thing but I think that also um, it was weird because he is uh is such a smart guy and such a patient and gentle guy sometimes but then he'll just like explode on somebody in traffic or somebody who's like serving us at a restaurant or something. So it's weird. I'm sure everybody has that relationship with their dad where you learned a lot of things that you really want to emulate and and say, that's my dad. Uh, He is awesome. Um, And then you also take some things away where it's like, man, I I don't know. Is every man supposed to be like that? Is that supposed to be a vision of manliness? So um, obviously you you learn both good and bad from your, uh, from your dad. But I, I think I, I took mostly the good away for, for certain, and I'm really thankful that he has uh, made
0: being in my life such a priority. Great. And one of the things um, we talk about on the site quite a bit is that a lot of men, particularly our age, I'm, I'm 26 too, we kind of missed out on all these like kind of manly skills that our dads or grandfathers could do. Is there something yeah. that your dad can do that you can't do? Yeah, I think the number one is probably
2: uh, navigation. Um, I definitely inherited my mother's sense of direction. She can go somewhere 100 times and then go there for the 101st time and still get lost. And unfortunately, uh, that, is, that is the same way with me. And my dad, it really gets him frustrated as anything because he was a pilot. He was a helicopter pilot. Mm-hmm. So he has this incredibly innate sense of direction where he knows, oh, we're going south-southeast right now. Uh, we need to go about 50 paces in order to hit, uh, you know, this certain highway or something like that. And, uh, most of the time during, when I was a kid, even when we drove around uh, the country and things like that, I had my nose in a book. So I really did not inherit any navigational skills. And it's only made worse by the fact that I can just take out my iPhone and use uh, Google maps now to get anywhere. Yeah. So I certainly wish that I could do that. Cause I, uh, you know, there's always the thing in the back of my mind where I would get stranded in, in the middle of the woods during a camping trip and basically just uh, cling to a tree because I would have no idea where to go. But I think that's certainly a, an awesome skill that he has that I wish I had.
0: Yeah, iPhones don't work out in the middle of the woods sometimes. Exactly. <laughs> All right, so here's the last question. What's the hardest thing you've ever done as a man, you know, either emotionally, physically, or spiritually or otherwise?
2: Sure. Um you know, I think probably the hardest thing that I've ever had to, done, to do is uh, is tell my um, my now wife Wendy that I didn't want to um, be in a relationship with her. Mm-hmm. And this was actually it's kind of like a long story with our uh, relationship. She was um, she was dating another guy and uh, broke up with him the first summer that I had met her. And uh, the guy that she was uh, dating was really good friends with a lot of my friends, you know, we kind of shared mutual friends. And, um, towards the end of the summer, after it had been a while, she came to me and and said, Hey, I, you know, I really like you a lot. I really want to date you. And I really had a, a mutual feeling about her that, you know, I, I felt something really strong, but, um, I think because some of my friends had scared me off and maybe because I was scared of, of something going wrong. Um, I said, no, I, I really don't want to be in a relationship and uh, I don't think we can talk or see each other or anything like that. Um, and that was a really hard thing to do. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I uh, It's hard to explain now in retrospect and, and I'm still trying to explain it to her this day because um, I, I ended up seeing her a year later and realizing that, you know, I really thought I um, felt something strongly for her because I couldn't get her out of my head the whole year that uh, we were apart, but uh, but I think that was probably the hardest thing I've ever had to do. It really put off, put into uh, motion a sort of period of just weird emotional turmoil in my life where I couldn't decide what was going on and uh, why I had made that decision. So fortunately, everything still worked out. Uh, fate intervened, and and uh, we uh, were married today. So that's awesome.
0: Well, I'm glad glad everything worked out. Exactly. Well, well, Zeke, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. Thank you for your time. Absolutely. Thank you, Brett. Well, that wraps up another edition of the Art of Manliness podcast. For more manly tips and advice, check back at the Art of Manliness website at artofmanliness.com. And remember, we got a book on sale too. It's the Art of Manliness, Classic Skills and Manners for the Modern Man. You can buy it at any major bookstore, amazon.com, and our own website. So for more information about the book, check out artofmanliness.com slash thebook. And until next week, stay manly.